Coming to you from the M&M Exterior Studio in Nooksville, Virginia, this is Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle, the introvert's extrovert. She talks to people so you don't have to. For now. So, question I just thought of. Has any negative... So, I am so a believer that good comes from bad. I mean, like I said, you have to. Like, it just, it has to. And I feel like God has been evident enough that I have seen it. So I believe it now even more than ever. Um, Okay, so Susan, you give a lot of great advice in your videos. And now I can't know this for sure about you, but I know for me, I'm really good at giving advice, but I'm not always the best at taking it. So is there something that you know that you feel like you want to lean more into with your own advice, but that you want to walk out more with? Well, yes. The answer is um, I'm not great at taking my own advice, mm-hmm. and I am probably the worst offender, so I am flawed. This all, it all works it very in. well together. It's very it on tie, brand. Tie, it's so on brand. Very on brand. Yeah, I am the worst offender. Um, I can sit uh, many days a week. I can sit here with you for the next three hours and give, give you all of the, you know, the great advice, um, encourage you, the, the positivity, the gratitude practice, everything. And I can tell you right now, driving here today to talk with you, yeah. I have had nothing. I was in nothing but like a panic attack. I'm wearing a, uh, a turtleneck, and all I was doing was pulling it away from my neck because what am I doing? Yeah. I'm um, beating myself up. I'm in a panic. Mm. Am I making? Am I making any progress? Uh, I don't feel like I'm making any progress. I feel like I'm pushing a boulder up a hill. Mm. And um, so I am not keeping things in the perspective that I encourage other people mm-hmm. to keep them in. And I I have to laugh because I can hear everyone's friend, Gary V, yelling at me in yes. my head and saying, yo, chick, I've been doing this now for 46 months and I did that for 56 months. You, Susan, had a TED Talk come out three months ago, okay? Like, Three months. Like, yeah. take a chill. And what am I doing? I'm not taking a chill. I'm in a panic. Yeah. I, for some reason, I'm choking to death. Yeah. And I, I put a lot of pressure on myself. And I beat myself up. So when I tell you, oh, don't play those old tapes, do this and that instead, mm-hmm. I do that. Yes. It, and I, I you know, appreciate you sharing that. I cause... do that. And I and what's really crazy is that I don't know what's coming mm-hmm. until it's there. So this started a week ago, this business of either I'm pulling a turtleneck away or I'm just playing with the collar of my shirt mm-hmm. or I'm touching my neck or I'm swallowing really hard. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to suck back the panic attack. Mm. The other night, my boyfriend says to me, he goes, honey, you okay? I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. Just watching the news, you know, watching the bad news of the day. And yeah. I, I, I tell him, I'm like, I'm choking, yes. which is also not right because I should tell him. Yeah. Because he would want to know. Yeah. Um, and, and, and get it out. And get it out. Get and he's it always out. helpful and supportive. You know, so. Yeah. But yeah, like, so like a week now. So driving here today, I'm like, wow, I, I feel like I, can't, I had the windows open in the car and I'm yanking at my collar. And it's all uh, a function of, wow, I, I'm working you know, like seven days a week and I'm pushing and pushing and pushing and I'm exhausted. And why am I not seeing results? And I should just, oh, the heck with it. No, no, I know better than that. I know better. um, But I still, like anybody else, I can get in that spot. I've been in that spot recently. 
I appreciate you sharing that because I think that when we see people who are amazing like you, so put together, yeah. Um, And even when, you know, because I think you and I have similar you know, styles where the flaws, we put we put our stuff out there and, you know, we don't want to have this perfect image. But even that in and of itself is is a put together it, that has a level of being put together. Of so you must not struggle because you're telling us about the stuff you struggle with, which means you obviously don't struggle with other areas. And so just kind of reminding us that you still the stuff you talk about still affects you because yeah. at the end of the day, we I, th- I think it's that the older we get, the more we realize we don't know, or the more you know, the more you realize you don't know. Either I'll go with it because I don't know a lot. Yeah, and that's the thing. <laughs> I can yeah. be old or just experienced or both. Either or way, but I know that I don't know a lot. I used and to I'm think okay I knew a that. lot. Yeah, but the older I get, I'm like, oh, I really have no idea. I have no idea. So um, I think that we're given encouraging words and we can touch people, but it doesn't mean, you know, that we don't struggle at times. We ride yeah. the waves, and it kind of goes back for me. With I love just the visual of riding those waves, mm-hmm. knowing that this is going to. But it reminds me, too, of the importance that you need people to pour into you. Well, yeah. That when you're constantly pouring out your cup, mm-hmm. you got to get those people to pour yeah. back into you. I did that episode. That. Did you see that one? You can't pour from an empty vessel? Yes, yes. So, like, I know for a fact right now, the fact that I drove here in a panic and told mm-hmm. you, <laughs> and Jeremy, yeah. I know what I need is... A day, a couple of hours with, with a Leon, Leanne Moriarty book, anything, oh. fiction. I just need to unplug. I feel like the world has gotten so loud. Yes. Um, now how did you know that? I love that you just said, I know what I need. I need this book. Like, how did you, is that? You've done it in the past, and I know it's myself. brought you back? Uh-huh. I know myself. I Good. just, I, you know, I've, I've lived with me for a long time now. <laughs> yes. And I know myself, and I need so that. Good. I need to escape. In, I need to let everything go mm-hmm. and um, escape into somebody else's made-up world. I can cry in there. I can laugh in there. I just need a break. Like, I consume. It's like I'm on all, all the sites. I'm consuming. I'm reading. I'm getting ideas. I'm like, I never thought of that. I'm consuming this book on the habits of highly effective people. Yes. And at the same time, I'm I'm posting and I'm creating content and I'm talking with you. And then then I'm going to go home and figure out, like, does, does my, where is my son? Is, does the one have enough medicine up, uh, up at, uh, and visiting his grandmother? Does he have enough money over at school? Like, it's all a lot. And so it gets, gets really loud. Yes. And I just know I need to just unplug. Yes. And take Ride a break. it down. Oh. And the thing, of course, is making yourself do that. Yes. Because you can... Sit down for two seconds and lean toward that book mm-hmm. and go, oh, my gosh, I never posted that thing on my blog. I'll be right back. So and then, I, then I, you're up and you're posting on your blog. So and then well, you're at your desk for four hours. Exactly. So we'll do a reverse exercise. I will tell you that it's a trap before I even start. <laughs> so if I told you I need to unwind, I need to make myself do it. Because truth be told, I'm actually really good at doing nothing. That is actually wow. That's great. It's well, it becomes a downfall of me because I, I the the hustle only comes in small spurts because I'm really good at doing nothing. But um, and when you do nothing, what are you doing? Um, well, I used to watch Netflix. Now I'm not watching Netflix as much. Um, I haven't really actually since starting the podcast. It's been very hard um, to watch TV. Just because of time. Our time right, is more limited. Right. And I think the more I'm talking to people, the less I'm wanting to have stuff come at me. People, well, like, um, 
media. Like, yeah, yeah. Um, and the so, world is really loud. Yeah, so I actually am spending more quiet time and more reading and things like that. That's great. So just kind of need, like exactly what you just said, just needing to quiet it down. I like I said, I just feel like I take, I love taking in people and stories and experiences. But because it's also I'm exhausted, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and it's funny because I've said, you know, I'm the extroverts introvert, meaning that I am the extrovert on behalf of all the introverts extrovert. Oh, yeah. I keep messing that up. It's OK. It's OK. The introverts extrovert because I'm the extrovert on behalf of intro introverts that I'll, I'll talk to people so you don't have to. But I've realized, wow, I, I have been an extrovert. I am. I love people. It, it energizes me. But I never realized how much downtime I had because um when you when moving around and whatnot and living, especially now in the country, you go out, you go to networking, you go to meetings, you go to work. But then when you come home, I don't have neighbors. So I don't right. have to like close neighbors. So I don't have to talk to the person when I go get my mail and talk to the person when I let the kids out to play out back. And so I just I didn't realize how much quiet time I had mm-hmm. and how much nice. now I need it. Yeah. Yeah. You get used to it. Yeah. It's yeah. actually, you know, it's where I think it was suffocating when I was younger, you know, because I wanted that constant yeah. input and mm-hmm. now um, I need less so mm-hmm. but I sometimes need that fire up and go well, I need that flame so I, I'll yeah. pull that from you but if I if I needed help slowing down uh-huh I thought I got you off that but go ahead look you're so tra- oh you are I'm good, good right I'm good she is good I good. saw that I know I oh. saw that. she didn't see that I didn't. Oh, you just you just drove me off that cliff. Take notes, listeners. I'm sorry. But look, see, she thinks she did, but I was see You were gonna come I, back. Oh, anyway. I was always gonna always, come back, girl. Yes. Always circling back. Always circling back. Okay. That's one of that's one of my gifts. I so you. you're right, I didn't see it's it. So but but it was in there. I knew I was coming back. So I need to slow down. How can I make myself slow down? Um, I don't want to give you dead air, so I'm going to just keep talking until I figure it out. We can edit out. that out, but okay, it's okay. Good. How can you make yourself? I'm a verbal slow processor, down? so you just think it all out. Um, well, I I could add a question. Ooh, okay. Why is it hard? Wait, why is it hard to? Why are you getting her off? She needs no, to. No, think no, no. I think it's on topic. Why is You're it? On her why side. is it hard? Why is it hard to unwind? Because I feel like I'm wasting time. Mm. Mm-hmm. So there I go, giving myself mm-hmm. this total relaxation putting my mind someplace else so that I'm not laying on the sofa thinking I'll take a nap, which we all both know that we all know I won't. My brain will just continue to spin and I'll have Mm -hmm. work thoughts, total Mm -hmm. work thoughts. So I'm afraid that I'm wasting time. Mm. So it's more difficult. And I, um, how do I make myself? How do you make yourself? Mm -hmm. Well, I don't, I don't. Does scheduling it in help? You think? I, it sh- act look. It should help, but it doesn't. I, well, I don't make myself put it on the schedule. Well, why not? Put it on the schedule. See, I'll this make is like you. a thing. You sound yeah. like my best friend. She's always Susan. You have to put it on your schedule. Yeah, you have to put the the, the exercise class or the whatever the Susan time. Yes. And that's how we get to the answer to your question. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, very good, honey. <laughs> I see what you did there. Very good. Very good. To make yourself. Yeah. yeah. Make yourself. Yeah. yeah. And I find you know this, this has been my personality since I was a little kid. Mm-hmm. I, when I was a kid, I wouldn't make myself and I would get sick. Mm. And all of a sudden I would spike, you know, 104 fever. Wow. Yeah. Of big, I was always a high fever kid. And my mom, God, I don't know how she just didn't strap me to my bed because uh-huh. that's when I had to go to bed. Yeah. She, I had to. I, I was done. Yeah. And I, it happened every time. I would do a play. I would have some sort of a commitment to be part of a, a parade. I would get all worked up and I would everything and then I would get sick. 
So did, <laughs> so I remember you you were talking to me about when Stu was sick that you said you can't get sick, so you had to take care of yourself. That's right. So how did you take care of yourself during that difficult time? When Stewie was sick? Mm-hmm. Uh, my time, I think I told you, was once uh, every morning for one hour, I worked yeah. out like a mad woman. Yeah. And no one bothered me. No one was awake. Um, and, that's, and that's how I took care of myself. Mm-hmm. And prior to that, I would get up at four. I would write until six. So even that was taking care of myself. That yeah. 120 minutes of, yeah. of time was taking care of me wow. and, and allowing me also to meet my obligations, mm-hmm. um, which took care of me because... You know, how many people do you know get to have a book published by Penguin? You know, two yeah. books. So you're up and you're like, oh, yay. So then I would stop that at six. I would work out until seven. And then I would get the kids up and ready and out of the house. So that's – there was so much – uh, adrenaline all yeah. the time, though. You yeah. know, always just push, 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 push. And mm. um, that's how I did it. I, I just, yeah. uh, I took care of myself by constantly telling myself, you cannot get sick. Yeah. The, I told you uh, over co- coffee that day. Mm-hmm. The only time I got sick was early on in his illness. And it was it was wildly crazy because my mom had to come down to take care of Stu. And my friend Jen had to come and take care of me. I couldn't yeah. go anywhere near him. Wow. So that was it. I was like, okay, that's never happening again. Yeah. Um, so that's how I did it. And uh, yeah. That was it. Was wild. Yeah. I was. I talk about being thin. I was like, I, I look like this. Still but are, well, yeah, no, gosh. no. But you know what? Like, I can't do it anymore. I yeah, can't. That do pace it is anymore. too much. Like you said, it's the adrenaline. You it can't live adrenaline. on adrenaline forever. I, I, I weighed nothing. Yeah, I looked great, but I weighed nothing. And after Stu passed away, the weighing nothing, it, I couldn't think straight. Mm-hmm. I couldn't make a decision. Yeah. So that's bad for your brain. Yeah. Really bad for your brain. You're starving yeah. your brain. Yep. So um, no, I don't. I don't take care of myself that way anymore. Yeah, because that, that was a lot. That was that was, that was like survival. And it mode. worked at the time. Mm-hmm. It worked at the time. Um, I'm not saying yeah. it would work for other people or anybody else, but it worked for me. Yeah. And I just I can't do that anymore. Now, no. oh no, now I need a. Uh, I really do. It may probably a nap. I need to read my, a book. Yeah. Um, I need to play my piano. Maybe a girls' weekend getaway. Maybe, but although that's like, oh, the girls are together <laughs> and we're awake and we're eating and what should we do today? Oh, you see the true. shaking? I'm yes. shaking. And yeah. like, <laughs> I, I don't know. I think right. sometimes I'd rather. You're gonna laugh at this. I might even like to go like on a silent retreat for a weekend i was actually just saying have you gone to the deprivation tank there's one in haymarket no it's like the spa and you there's a tank and it's got all this salt water it's all salt water so you float deprivation no sound no light and you float i've thought about doing that and how long do you stay in there i do not know I do not know. I just thought, I always thought it would be nice to do the silent thing. Now, I forget yeah. what it's called, but my therapist up in New Jersey, when we used to talk about it, there was a place in upstate New York that she always told me about. Yeah. And I thought that might be kind of great to go like three days. Yeah. I don't have to talk. No one's going to talk to me. Yeah. I can walk around and enjoy nature. I can read a book. I can nap. I think yeah. you can read a book. I'm not sure. But yeah. I actually think that might be kind of great. Yeah. Could we do that at our houses, you think? I mean, I have little kids at home, so no. But if you just checked out for two days or three days, or do you think you need to get away? You know, I have to wonder. That'd be great to try it at home. Yeah. Just turn off all electronics. Yeah, but I have to tell the boys they can't bother me, okay? No bothering mommy. Yes. 
Nothing. I mean, my kids are big, you know, yeah. 28, 21. you got little yeah. ones. You, know, you can't yeah. do it. I can't oh, do that. Maybe yet, I'll but... try that sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Have a day of silence. Silence. Man, Schedule can you it. imagine? Schedule. Good luck with. He's making fun of me now. <laughs> I know. I like I'm thinking him. of a day, 24 hours of silence. Oh, wow. Oof. I don't know. I got to think. I got to think about that. I think that would be hard for anybody. Yeah. It probably would yeah. be hard. It just yeah. sounded appealing, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Why not? You know, like, that would mean also, like, for just that couple of hours or days, mm-hmm. not getting the phone call or the text message from the kid about, yeah. my toe hurts, I hate my job, mm. um, so-and-so was mean to me. Like, it's just... It's exhausting. Yes! To so not have to be so exhausted. How do you feel about hiking? You know, I'm a big fan. I like to watch what? other people do it. <laughs> nah. I was like, really? My idea, I like seeing their see, pictures online. My idea of going outside is taking a book and a blanket. That's what I, I want to do. You know, my favorite thing is sitting in my screened-in porch outside. I, I love that. Because then no bugs, shade. No bugs. No, no The sun is not yeah, killing exactly. me. That's, yeah, exactly. I'm a, I'm a, sh- I'm a screened-in porch girl. I like it. Yeah. That's yeah, my outdoors. I, that's me. There we go. Yeah, and there I was on a farm with everyone encouraging me to go. I was like, I'm, I'm not going out. Do you still live on the farm? No. No. No, no. Well, after we left, I, I left the farm when I remarried, which okay. was, you know, woo, a blip, praise God. And um, got divorced, and I, I had an apartment in Warrington for a while. I have a condo there. And I just moved in with my, my boyfriend. I oh. live in Marshall now with my sweetheart. We've been together oh, coming in on three years. Oh, that's great. And yeah, Marshall's a great little town, too. It's a lovely town. I just he's started going lovely. there. And, um... Oh, I'm so glad yeah, for you. It's nice. So, no, I don't live on the farm anymore, although we do occasionally, separately, the boys and I admit that we go up and visit the farm. We drive oh, around. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Fun. It's Jeremy, neat. do you have any questions? Or? Yeah. Yeah. I want to talk about uh, you being a Jersey girl. Okay. <laughs> that he's married to a pseudo-Jersey girl. That's a right. pseudo-Jersey girl. Jersey. To, to country boy, you know, country right. yokel like me. I know. She's complete yeah. Jersey girl. You're a little overwhelming, Jersey girl. <laughs> <laughs> and that's a compliment. You yes. Know. We know that. It is. But it occurred <laughs> to me. You. It occurred to me it. that being a Jersey girl has given you tools. Mm-hmm. To be able to spread your message mm. and to be mm-hmm. able to pour into other people, what do you think those are? Because I had a couple of thoughts. Resilience. Yeah. Jersey girls are resilient. Other right? people are. Yeah, but Jersey girls, it's built in. It's in the DNA. Why do you? Why? Okay, why? I do have you to practice at that? that. I have to practice at resilience. But, uh, again, mm. of but everyone does. Everyone does. I think if I. But it's harder. So if I had, I a, think it's harder for if me. If I had to. Think what you're. If I have to try to put piece your thoughts together, it's. Give it a. I give think it a it's whirl. the jersey. You put your shit out there, mm-hmm. and yeah. the more south you get, the less you put it out there. Everything's tucked away, and okay. I think that up okay. north, you say. You know, my friend. She. I. She always used to say. Oh, right. In the south, that's true. That's true. The There's people, yes. You don't know how people think of you down south. Everyone loves you to your face, and they say horrible things behind your back. Bless her heart. And, mm-hmm. Exactly, and up north, people say yeah. horrible things to your face. But then, but you know how they feel. That you know, that how, they you know how they feel. And so, when you're in with someone, you know true. you're in. And so, I think that, and I give a lot of credit to my parents too for not shaming me or things like that when I started talking or um, <laughs> sharing my opinions or whatever. Uh-huh. But that I think it's that people share their opinions, they share their their thoughts, their feelings. I mean, you, I am not. I don't come from an Italian family. I have like a Midwest family, but. 
Def- I had tons of friends, Italian friends, and it's like it's that loud. You share, you fight, but you love, you know, <laughs> yes. all of that, and and you're constantly you're constantly talking. So I think with with Jeremy, so you kind of you tell me whether it's this is what you're kind of thinking is that you have the tools so far, so to be able to share, and where for someone like him who's more comes from us, you know, more of the Southern lifestyle, I guess you could say, which is no, you don't bother people with your problems. You definitely don't bother people outside of your family with your problems. Mm-mm. You know, you just keep it all wow. within your little world. Okay. okay. So yeah. I think so he the, sees yeah. that in you that you're willing to put your stuff out there. When you said build resilience before you needed it, it resonated with me. I'm glad. Because <laughs> it's hard for me to do. Mm-hmm. That that is hard for me to do, and I, I I wrote down, is it hard to do without being broken? Mm. Is it hard to do that? I think okay, so I think you don't need to wait to be broken to yeah. build resilience, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's hard to do. I think it comes building resilience comes also from accepting yourself, just the way you are, and realizing that that's a strength. Um, so therefore look at that a little build in the resilience muscle mm-hmm. right there. I can, I can, uh, accept myself just as I am. Um, there was something else I was just going to add for you for that. Um, and resilience also, we learn resilience when we put ourselves out there and we let her and, and we fail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we don't die. Yeah. And our business is, okay, it's, maybe it's not as great as we want to, but it's intact. And, yes. I'm, and I'm, I'm alive and I'm healthy and I'm going to get up in the morning and I'm going to go at it again. You know, um, Keep no, just you, it's that like, every, you know, you guys do this and you do another one. And I'm sure someone here must have be gainfully employed or else how could you do this? So you also <laughs> have, right. So you also have a job, you know, when you go out there and you put yourself out, you put forward mm-hmm. an idea and maybe they're like, yeah, you know what, Jerry, Pff, we don't like that one. Okay. Guess what? I got it. And I, I survived. That's, yeah. You yeah. you become resilient by also realizing that okay that was one idea. Yeah. I can't be mm-hmm. afraid of putting out ideas. I'll go back with another. That's resilience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That all of that you know feeds grows that muscle. Yes. Yeah. I think it's that you don't realize your resiliency until you're broken. Mm. You can build it for sure. You gather the tools. You build your resiliency and you practice the you practice it. So you're building it, but I don't think you see the depths of your resiliency until, until something happens. Until something happens. Yeah. Well, then I think it would be great if more of us talked about building resilience because mm-hmm. when, and it will happen, it happens, hopefully we will at some point, despite our anguish, remember, hold on a second. Yep. I've been working on this a long time. I have this mm-hmm. in my little treasure box of stuff. Mm. Yeah. Because we shouldn't have to wait to realize until something happens. Exactly. That, I think, um, is important. If we could just remember that we could work on it and that not forget about it when stuff hits the fan. Yes. It's kind of like therapy. Like everyone, this is like therapy. It is. <laughs> Believe me, that's what I've said. This is like therapy. And but I'll get your to, bill. I'm sure. <laughs> it is like it's going to therapy before you. It, I already crisis. sent the bill. Good. Yeah. I'm very good. Very good. Yeah. yeah. I deleted it. Oh, 
No, but that's, um, that's the thing. It's, it is. It's, it's the more you share. Um, we talked we, before about, you know, when you share your story, you give permission for other people to walk through exactly. theirs. And it gives them hope and whatnot. And you don't realize what it's building. I just think people build without even realizing it, you know? Right. And so, like you said, like Jeremy, like you think you don't have resiliency, but you do. And you think you don't have, you're not having an impact and you are, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. I think there's so much stuff to, to bear in mind. And yet we can't. We'd be overrun with thoughts. We yes. would be immobile. <laughs> but if we can remember that, like you really do have, you know, resilience. You really mm-hmm. are building it every single day. Yep. And you really are making a difference and making an impact. Um, even on those days when you're having a panic attack, yeah. driving to uh, meet your friend Samantha yes. and her husband Jeremy for a podcast interview. Yes. You know, you and really, you feel it and you did it anyway. You, you push through. Anyway. So the next time you feel that way, you can go back and say, I pushed I, through. I pushed through. That's what I've been trying to teach my daughter. Like, Yeah, it's hard to push through sometimes. It is. Sure it is. Yeah. She it was is. she yeah. was standing on a rock. We were at a... Because you could have big, easily just called us up and said, sorry, something came yeah, up. Yeah, something came up. Oh, no, I was coming. Yeah. I was like, I, I got to get there. I got to get there. I'm, I'm got doing it. But you can now look back on that and, and say, I did it. Well, I'm certainly glad I did it. Me too. It was, uh, I have to be honest, it was really very helpful to sit here and be able to talk with two lovely yes. people oh, and good. be honest with you. That I was totally covered in sweat on the way here. Like, it was awful. And that is the, um, it happened yesterday. I had to drive to Tyson's for a meeting for work. Mm. And, um... Still, I mean, I, I hate, you know, that drive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not because it, I was not driving when there was traffic. So I can't even say, oh, there was traffic. Yeah. No, I just don't like the buildings and the cars and the sounds oh, and the so trucks. Much. Right. Just scares me. I got to cross three lanes to get over in that turn lane yeah. now. Yeah. It just scares me. Yeah. It always has. Yeah. I was never good at that, even in New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah. Never. You spent, never good at spent it. all that time in the city, so you just... Held a cab. Yeah. Walk, yeah. walked. Yeah. That was the best part. Yes. That was oh, the best part. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Have you ever uh, heard of the book, Don't Sing Songs to a Heavy Heart? No. But is it good? I'll go get it. It is. It's very good. Okay. But it, 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 something you said made me think of it where, you know, if somebody's grieving, you. if somebody's yes. grieving, don't say, don't. I know what you're going you through. Don't. don't say, don't. And sometimes it, I think that's one of the, the big things that I got out of the book. And, and the other thing is sometimes sometimes people just need you to be there. Mm-hmm. That's it. Mm-hmm. You don't have to say anything. Yeah. So I'm so fresh because, you know, I'm from New Jersey. Um, a video, an episode of Flaws of the New Black that I did is called When Someone You Love is Grieving. And here was my message. It was show up. Shut up. And listen. Mm-hmm. That was my message. I can't tell you how many people on LinkedIn were like, oh, my God, that's great. But it's true. So I don't do it. If you really want to be there for somebody, just be there. Just show up. Shut, shut up. up. And listen. That's brilliant. And let Ooh, them, that's your that's one more it. time, Susan. One more time. One more time. Show up. Shut up and listen. Oh, yeah. I love that. We should, we should clarify that that's something that happens a lot on the show. Oh, good. Yeah. Ooh, say that again. Yeah. Samantha always has <laughs> a moment. Yeah. I love always that. Goal. <laughs> that's always adorable. Goal. Yeah. yeah. That, that's it. That is brilliant, though. And because people always wonder, I think when having friends that have gone through grief and share it publicly, what I see them get asked a lot is, you know, what to do, what, what to say. And the thing over and over again is the whole, you just show up. Just And quiet. by simplifying yeah. it, you just shut up and listen. Mm-hmm. And if they want to talk, they will. Mm-hmm. And if they don't, you just you just are there. 
Mm-hmm. Listen. Mm-hmm. What? You just, that's it. Mm-hmm. If they're going to say anything, you listen. If not, you just listen. Yep. Go run the dishwasher. Do what, I mean, there is nothing you can do. Mm-hmm. You cannot make it better. No. And telling them about the time your poor cat died, trust me, they're going to want to, like, throat punch you, I think it is. Yes. <laughs> they don't want to hear it. Yeah. yeah. Punch no. you in the throat. That's, exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So. The only other thing that I had on my list of things to talk to you about. Yeah. Uh, that we haven't talked about already through mm-hmm. either me or Samantha asking questions. Eli Manning. <laughs> oh, I love Eli him. Eli Manning. I love him. He's our quarterback <laughs> forever. So funny. Oh, I love him. He's great. I mean, he just, what was he? What was he there? Nine years? Ten years? He's there a long time. He's there a long time. Mm -hmm. He won a Super Bowl. Great quarterback. Yeah. That miracle catch on the helmet. Didn't he win more than one? Come on. Did did, he? Yeah. They won a Super Bowl prior to Stu's death. And then they won the Super Bowl right after Stu passed away. He passed away in April, and, and that February, they won again. Wow. And our phone rang all night. Everybody kept calling us to say Stu did it. I was like, of course uh, he did. Of course. Of course, <laughs> of course. he did. Of course he did. Just like, yeah, Eli's awesome. He's classy. Yeah. He's smart. Okay, he's not Peyton with that big personality, but he's great. He tries, though. He he's tries. So sweet. He's yeah. a great. I, we loved him. He's a good, great quarterback. Yeah. Have they replaced him yet? Well, yeah, they Daniel, played, replaced Danny, him. Oh. Daniel Jones, Jones during the yeah. season. Oh, oh, oh. ridiculous! Oh. But yeah, he's, well, he's he'd been on the decline. Oh. Yes, oh, sadly. I see. But I see. That doesn't, you know, that stuff. I don't think goes on forever. Yeah, you can't. You can't. You nothing lasts forever. Like, that's it. I, I think a lot of my uh, negative thought toward Eli Manning <laughs> is because you're a Tom Brady because fan. the because the Redskins no. can't find a quarterback. Oh yeah. yeah. Well. But we don't. This isn't a sports it's a, talk. No, we can't. I mean, <laughs> no. look, they should have gotten Patrick Mahomes. I yeah, love him. Yeah. That kid is amazing. He is amazing. When he's on the field, everybody's falling in love with him now. Well, and watch him play. Watch him play. When he's on the field, his face looks like he's in high school and he's having the time of his life. Oh, see, I mm-hmm. like that. That's I my love thing. that. I want people yeah. to have fun. Yep. I love that about that kid. Yeah. He's amazing. Yeah. And I, I like Andy Reid. I know he was with know, Philadelphia Eagles for forever, yes. but he deserves it more than anybody else. Absolutely. Too. Is that who just won? The, yeah, coach. the coach. Yeah. yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that was great. crazy. I actually, conf- I confess now, I fell asleep watching <gasps> the Super Bowl. What? And when I fell asleep, I went, I get up really early, so I fall asleep. Yes. So, so when I fell asleep, the San Francisco 49ers were winning. Mm-hmm. And when oh, I yeah. woke up, they... The, the Chiefs had come back and won. I was like, oh, my God. I can't believe I missed that game. I know. We left at halftime. We went to our friend's oh. house. And we were the kids were having fun. We were yeah, just after halftime. And so yeah, we, the kids got to watch halftime. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, that well. Was, you know. That was great dancing. Hey, I, I thought they that. both were excellent. They killed it. And I they just, you know, I'm, I'm sure those little pieces of cloth cost yeah. them about $70,000 each. But right. hey. It was great. For $2 worth they, of that's it. material. Yes. They wore it well. I thought, hey, heck, yeah. More you power know. to them. Um but it was funny. They kept asking like, who we were rooting for. And I said, the Chiefs, because our sponsors, M&M Exteriors, Matt and Melody, are from, they lived in Kansas City, so they're Chiefs fans. Oh, awesome. So whenever, all night, and people were asking, I was like, I want them to be happy, so I want the Chiefs to win. So I assumed the 49ers won, 
So when I woke up as well, I was very excited. Oh, yeah, I was that, totally out of my mind. Yeah. But <laughs> my son Casey stayed up. He said, Mom, the game was great. Oh. He said it was really gross. Oh, shoot yes. me. Just, what time do you wake up? Four Shoot still? me. No, no. I, now I wake up at six, but I'm older now. Yeah. I need a little you bit need more sleep. sleep. <laughs> yeah, you need sleep. Yeah. You know. That's good. Um, yeah. Well, this is there anything we didn't touch upon that you would want to touch upon? Do you feel like we covered? I think we flushed a lot you? out here. We did you? flush yeah. a lot out. Yeah. It was great, and we're so good on time. I'm so proud. I feel of it. I feel cleansed. I'm yes. so glad because I do too. Oh, I'm glad. <laughs> yeah. That makes me happy. All right, I'm taking these yes. off. Is that yeah. good? Yeah, that's good. This oh. is amazing. Thank you both so Thank much. It was so, so much fun. So much, Susan. This was, was awesome. So For now. Thanks for listening to Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle. Music provided by twinmusicom.org. Song titled Night at the Dance Hall. Sound editing by me, Jeremy Spittle. A special thanks to our studio sponsor, MM Exteriors. Visit their website at mmexteriors.com for all of your roofing, siding, and gutter needs in the Northern Virginia area. Visit our website at flushingitout.com and be sure to subscribe. This has been a Spitfire production. That was the greatest thing I've ever heard.